Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. Oh, boy. What's up, folks? Welcome in. Hardwood Handicappers Late Week Edition. Kelly Bidlin alongside. I love these so much more. Uh, one, because I like Kelly. Kelly's my buddy um, that I've broken bread with or, you know, meat with. We went to a steakhouse uh, two weeks back. Um, I think there was bread and ball. There were I think there was bread. Yeah. Uh, there, there was drinks. That's what yeah, I, I remember. For the most yep. Part. That and then I meandered <laughs> off and lost like quite a bit of money on video poker all by myself and then found you guys again and decided to go home. Um <laughs> No, I like having you on because like I enjoy doing the podcast, but like I feel like I listen back to the ones where I'm by myself and I can do more book guests. It's just so low energy because I'm just talking to myself in my office. So, you know, the energy's better, the conversations are better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. You are pretty terrible. So you definitely need me. That's There's good. no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely if anybody's listening or wondering, I'm terrible <laughs> doing solo shows. I'm just throwing that out there. Um. <laughs> oh man! I mean, wait, I've got. A, I know you've got a whole. We've got a whole little rundown plan. Can I just bring up something that I just caught right away when I went over to DraftKings? How about Victor Webinyama to minus four thousand to be the first overall pick? Which means I guess people are still betting him at minus two thousand, at minus three thousand, at minus thirty five hundred. That number keeps moving in only one way. If you had the bankroll to like make it worth it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I right. Would. Like, uh, like if if you had enough to like, if you were willing, like, I have the bankroll Absolutely. to set aside four thousand dollars to win, like, you know, a hundred. Like, that is, that is essentially like you never. Nothing is a mortal lock, but I don't even think you're betting like he won't get injured because I even think because he's so young, he's a draft prospect. Even if he gets injured, right. the potential of what Victor Wembanyama is, he's going to be the first it's overall too pick. Great. It's too great. Yeah, you're no, you're right. I wonder what they, they got to. They have to be limiting this though somewhat. Oh, I would. I would think so. I would think there's probably a very like there's a limit to these because you know I've talked to odds makers before about you and it's the NFL draft and that's coming up but mm-hmm. you know you ha- you hang these out there it's all information based so I'm sure there is a a very fine limit to what you can bet. That's just My- wild. I, I think I checked on that last week and it was minus two thousand. It's just like oh. uh, like when what yeah what point does that stop? You know what I mean? Because you, yep. you're like you're right. It's almost guaranteed. I mean, and I've been I, so I've been looking so it's, I've been doing this with the NFL draft too. But every day I'll go on there. To see, like, all right, have we added the market yet? You know, and like they added right. first yeah. overall pick index prop, uh, so you can pick and choose, you know, however you want to give your money to DraftKings. You know, if you want to <laughs> give it to them through Eamon Thompson at a hundred to one or Nick Smith Jr. or whatever it is, um, yeah. but it's going to be Victor Wembanyama. But it's pretty nuts, and uh, it is kind of like uh, what we talked with the. Um, I go back to the Chargers, the in-game better, right? That would put down one point four million dollars, and every, yeah. it's funny because I heard a lot of people like, oh. How does how does anybody get that down? My buddy can't even get this down at that book, and it's like, well, actually, it's a pretty easy like calculation, right? If you're the book, 
you're making an $11,000 wager that you're going to win $1.4 million. Right. If it was the other way around, yeah, they're not taking that. But if somebody's betting 1.4 to win 11K, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll sure. Get, we'll put that down. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. And it's another one. If you have the bankroll, like that was another one of like people were like, what a terrible bet. And it's like, well, if you run the numbers, like, no, it's not that. It's not a bad bet. Right. I think it was something like uh, – Mo and I were working it out. It was something like, you know, 126 out of 127 times, you know, essentially is what you're betting on, mm-hmm. that it's going to pan out that way. I mean, that's just, it, it's silly. It's silly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, obviously the game was ridiculous, but yeah. yeah. Having said that, you're kind of a D-bag if you have $1.4 million to throw around on a uh, in-game wager. To oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right, with that, we start every show like we uh, we always do with some headlines around the NBA. Hardwood headlines. All right, first up, uh, this is big news, impactful news, and it's impactful in the awards market as well. So you and I, and this is a long shot, but we're holding on to a long shot ticket on one Christian Wood. And I, as I pound my chest, kiss my finger, and point to this guy, former running rebel. Um, not that he's like yeah. gone or anything like that, but you know, that's I was what gonna you do. say rest in peace, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our tickets might be, yes, yeah, right. Uh, fractured his left thumb. He's gonna be the cool thing is, is he'll be reevaluated next week, so that's obviously a pretty good sign. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a short timetable here, but why this matters is it's multiple reasons, right? First of which is this is a Mavericks team that have been pretty beat up, they are starting to get bodies back, Dorian Finney Smith and Josh Green. Uh, scheduled to come back in their next matchup here. So that's obviously a very good sign. Uh, but Christian Wood, their second leading scorer at this point right now at 18.4 points per game. And is, you know, outside of that, there's it's kind of a top-heavy roster, right? Because you get Spencer Dinwiddie, who's averaging 16, Tim Hardaway, who's averaging 14, and then there's a stark drop-off after that. So this is a pretty big blow for a Mavericks team that has struggled to get scoring outside of Luka Doncic on certain nights. And also, shot creation. Like, Christian Wood's not the most, like, a fluid shot creator, but he's a face the basket big who can catch and shoot and make something when he's on the floor by himself. It's a pretty big loss if he's going to be out for a while. Uh, yeah, I think it's a massive loss for the Mavericks. Um, I mean, look, this is, you know what? No, no, let, let me take that back. It is a big loss. I can't say it's a massive loss because I think that would, <laughs> that would mean that this is a team that was in position to make a run at a Western Conference title with him in there, and I don't think they are. I think it's I think it's a big loss in the sense that it makes this team even more mediocre, you know, than good. The uh, you know which which they which they probably are right now. But I mean, man, I you know you and I have hit on it a lot. It's just what you know what is the ceiling for this team? It doesn't it doesn't feel like it, they can get much better than what they are right now. Um, you know, you mentioned the pieces coming back, and I think it's going to be obviously it's going to help to get Dorian Dorian Finney Smith and those guys back in the lineup in the rotation, um, but does that make that big of a difference and really put you into title contention in the West? No, I don't think it does. So, I, I mean, look, unless, unless they – I don't even know if this is going to be an in-season fix, JVT, but they've got to completely reevaluate. How, I mean, how do you play with Luka Doncic? Or how, how do you win with Luka Doncic, right? That That's – I think that's the biggest thing. Luka's amazing. We all know he's amazing. He's one of the best individual talents in the NBA. It's taken years, though, to figure out what pieces to put around him and how to put around him and what piece – you know, you know, you want a big, you want shooters all around them. How do you want to play this? And they haven't been able to do it. So I, I don't know what this, what it's going to take, but it's not a team that I see making a far run anytime soon, regardless of who's who on the current roster is in the lineup every night. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And like, I, like I think I'm all yeah. You you're a producer for that show. Yeah, I'm all brought that up the other day in terms of like getting stars to play with Luca. 
And my response was, I don't think it's like a Luka thing. I think it's a Mavericks thing, right? Like right. They, yeah. they've only tried to build this one way and it has been surround him with, it, it's LeBron James S, right? Like LeBron, the whole thing was like surround him with shooters. And mm-hmm. like the, the Mavericks have taken that like really literally. Like there's right. there's yes, not a yes. lot of guys who, who <laughs> can really like their create. Whole roster, yeah. Right, who can really create. It's a bunch of like three and D catch and shoot guys. And like that's really it. And uh, that's why it was a big mistake to not sign Brunson when he was willing to take a much more like a much smaller deal last season. Uh, and, and, and before he was, hit the market. JVT, that was something I was so wrong on. Like Brunson's impact on this team and him yeah. leaving and what it was gonna be like. It, it was I didn't think he was a guy that was worth, you know, worth the money that was being talked about for him, right? I, I mean, worth the money that New York ended up paying him. And, and I look, I, I, it's it's the that secondary playmaker to take over take over some of the responsibilities when Lucas off the court and when he's on the court a little bit to give him some off ball um, opportunities. It's been huge, and I think I think it's hurt. I actually think it's hurt the Mavericks more him being him being gone than him going than the Knicks succeeding right now with him. Obviously, this current stretch he's played the past couple of weeks he's been amazing. Um, but I, I honestly think it's it's making the Mavericks worse than making the Knicks better. And what's going to be interesting to watch as we move forward here without Christian Wood again, reevaluated in week, so we'll see what it really means for them. Uh, some numbers for you though: the possessions in which both Christian Wood and Luka Doncic are not on the floor. So we're talking about some bench minutes for Luka in some of these games where Christian Wood's going to be unavailable. An offensive rating of one hundred one point eight, that is abysmal. Uh, that ranks according to Cleaning the Glass in the first percentile of uh, oh lineups. Uh, percentiles. <laughs> Remember, for those who don't, sometimes I forget. Uh, you want to have the high number, not the low number. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> not very good. And a negative 12.4 net rating, um, which, again, is not very good. These are the possessions without Christian Wood and Luka Doncic. So the reason why I bring that up is, you know, from an in-game standpoint, when you're talking about this Mavericks team uh, without Christian Wood out there, it's going to be really interesting where that game is at. Like, let's say the Mavericks are up ahead, whatever it is. If Luka hits the bench, might be a good opportunity to come in in-game and start playing against this Mavericks team that, again, we talked about. I mean, I say they don't really have any shot creation outside of these two. Those numbers would tell you that, right? When you can only yep. average 101.8 points per 100 possessions when your top two scorers are off the floor, it gives you an idea of how bad this offense can be. Yeah, and I think you're uh, – I mean, yeah, you can even time it up better because Luca Luca almost always plays the entirety of the first quarter and then yep. goes and hits that bench. I mean, you don't even – you know. We, we always kind of look for those, you know, if you, a team drops behind, then hop in live. You might not even need to do that on some of these nights because you know you know exactly, at least early on, when he's going to likely sit. Second quarter unders, right? To your point, yeah. we know the rotation. Like, that's going to be something to monitor here, too, uh, without Luka Doncic, or excuse me, without Christian Wood. But uh, it's a pretty big loss. And it has, you know, the tentacles, as I always call them, or the ripple effects of, of, of injuries like this is the one that you and I discussed. Uh, it is six-man of the year. It's a, it's a market that looks pretty again uh boring and unappealing and really nothing we've talked about it a bit we talked about it last week too you have to get into a lot but i would say this kelly i we're still waiting on word for max akleba that is the one guy that is left for the injury uh the injuries that we're waiting for in terms of clearance for the dallas mavericks i still believe that if uh, he's going to be back that christian wood can find himself back on the bench uh, i got to talk to matt moore who i did the nba betcast with he covers the nba uh, for the Action oh, yeah. Network. That's great. And, uh, yeah, Matt's awesome. And he was telling me that he didn't think that Kleba's return would actually push Wood to the bench, so we'll see if that's going to be the case. Uh, but regardless, in a really unappealing market, um, Christian Wood is a name to keep an eye on, and he could still win this thing even if he misses some time as long as he returns to the bench. So we'll see what that is. And actually, uh, this is the angle I want to bring up, Kelly. 
in an odd way, I think this actually helps us because he was approaching, I think he had six or seven games left before he uh, was starting more games than right than getting <laughs> off of the bench. Right. Missing time and allowing Kleba to come back actually might help us because it might, you, you see what I'm saying, right? No, like, no, no. It might you're right. The by eliminating getting to the bench, right? By eliminating games that yes, he's played, yeah. you're eliminating possibilities for him to continue to start. There it is. Uh, and to even even that out, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I mean, look, I think it was always a long shot. It's going to be an even longer shot. Now. I, look, but, I gotta but, say, JBT, I like you drawing the line of how we could still get there. You're right, man. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know, man. Like, like you said, like what I keep hanging my hat on is, and like Doug Kazarian thought he was clever because he liked and retweeted a tweet. He he archived a tweet, and I'm a man of my word. If mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook wins six minutes of the year, I will shave my head. Okay. He should not be the odds on favor I'm, I'm to win that thing. I know. Uh, I'm with you. We talk, and, we, and we, so, like, I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it one more time. I think the market is mispriced. I think Christian Wood's odds of winning this thing are better than the 100, 120 yes. to 1 that is out there. I think the odds of any other guy to win this award are better. Our guy, Norm Powell, continues to play really good basketball. <laughs> He's going to be freaking awesome. I, right. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about six minutes of the year, and I'm going. But either way. Just, We've talked about it like every week. It's right. okay. Everybody knows it's our it's thing. It's an interesting market because I think it's the most wide open one. Well, right. and, and I think it's like you said. I think almost anybody you can is is not a bad bet just because of how mispriced Russell Westbrook is. I agree with you. I think it is. Um, I mean, look, I think Christian Wood is extremely mispriced. Last time, I, last time I looked, JVT, he was 150 over at DraftKings. He had even yep. drifted even further. Um, you know, that's down right now. We got games going on, so we can't even check that. But yeah, like I know a lot of people betting Jordan Poole right now. I think it's a great bet. Mm-hmm. You're getting Jordan Poole at, you know, plus 350, four, four to one, five to one. So I've seen those out there. I think it's a great bet. You know, I'm just, I already have a few bets in this market, including Norm Powell. I don't feel like I should go out another one. <laughs> Norm Powell with 30 points, a nine of 15 shooting and a losing effort against the Utah Jazz, but still Norm Powell, the man. Uh, there's been it. quite a few games. If you watch Norm Powell, there's a lot of games where the Clippers are like, oh, we're going to lose. If you can't tell me, irritated with that team. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of games where like, oh, okay, we lost. We're going to Norm Powell's out there just like, nah, man, let's keep this thing going. Like when they were getting blown out by the Denver Nuggets, he, I think he, like he was still out there. Was like, yeah, he was slinging it seven of fifteen from the floor, eighteen points. He wouldn't quit. They were getting blown out. I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever been this distracted before as we've been doing doing one of these pods by an NBA bet that I have. But yeah. I don't know if you've got eyes on this Warriors Celtics game. We are in overtime right now, uh, with the Celtics up eight. So covering the pregame number with 36 seconds left, and Al Horford just got called for like a phantom uh, foul on Wiggins on a three replay right now. There's like no contact. Oh my God, JVT. There's I don't even think he touched him. And they called a foul. I have this recording, so I was gonna watch it later. You're ruining it. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I keep track of the box. Right, I'm going to st- stop with the play-by-play that people are going to love a day later. Right, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> by the time I listen to this Friday morning, it'll be worth it. Um, so anyway, so that's the update for Mavs, uh, the Mavs big man, Christian Wood. Also worth noting, uh, and this is a team that's on my list. I, like, I have this list of teams I need to watch more of. Um, and the Knicks are up there. The Knicks have won 13 out of the last 20 games, covered 13 of them. They've played very well. Um, but it does seem that um, they have a little bit of poor injury news as well. I think Mitchell Robinson... Uh, he's going to be out for at least three weeks. He's got his own thumb issue. So we got two big guys that are on the mend, both with thumb injuries. 
his thumb is actually a right thumb fracture that he suffered in the loss to the Washington Wizards on Wednesday night. So this is obviously a little bit more serious, and he is going to be evaluated going forward in the next three weeks. So that's a loss for a Knicks team, as I mentioned, playing pretty well. And one of those where, like, I have, like, these pre you know, I write about each team before the season starts, Kelly. And I had, like, preconceived notions of, I even wrote about it in the guide. I went back to look, like, my whole thing was, you know, this team's going to be better than I think a lot of people expect. Like, I love to clown on the New York Knicks in New York itself. Yeah. Um, you know, got some threats. You wouldn't survive Penn Station. <laughs> like, okay. You really, you really got some threats the That's other great. day when you brought that up on there. Like, they think, and they think, like, I'm like, like, I'm going to back down. Like, no, bring it. I love them. I love um, New York City, just for yeah. the record. And everybody out there, what a wonderful city. <laughs> Stinks. Um, yeah. Just, it's, um, again, I'll always say, it's just not as big a deal as you guys make it out to be. Okay. I've been there. It was fun. It was cool. I got to go with the, the, uh, the super book director, John Murray. We walked around and we went to places. I, I visited the, uh, the nine 11 Memorial museum. It was actually one of the most powerful and wonderful experiences I've ever had, you know, as wonderful as an experience like that can be. Right. Um, right. Found a pizza shop down an alley that was really good and super small. Like it was great. It was fine. But, like, enough. You're not as important as you think you are, okay? Uh, <laughs> regardless, uh, Mitchell Robinson out. I've got to watch more of the New York Knicks, who uh, did celebrate splitting home court with the Atlanta Hawks two years ago in the first round of the postseason. And um, Knicks he's playing good, though, man. And they're solidly in the Eastern Conference, but this is a pretty big blow for them, uh, as he had been a pretty good impact player, obviously, for yeah. this run that they've been on over the last 20, 30 games. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I mean, it's a, it's a big loss for them. I mean, this is another team, I guess, in the other conference that – I've not, I haven't been that ever been a big a uh, big believer in. Uh, I'm I guess I'm with you in the sense that I thought they were going to be better than they were a year ago, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think they were going to be as good as what they what we saw them at two years ago. Uh, and, and with yeah. Mitchell Robinson heading out, I think that makes it even more difficult. Uh, there's just there's just there's two. Even with the addition of Brunson, it still feels like there are too too few amount of players that th this team can rely on for consistent scoring night in night out. Yes, and I wanted to list two things very quickly on this topic. So first off, numbers for Mitchell Robinson in terms of his impact for this team. Uh, he improves the team's net rating by 10.5 points per 100 possessions. Uh, that's the best net differential for him for a career by far. Uh, defensive rating, again, a career high for him, at least in terms of improvement, 4.3 points per 100 possessions, and improves their offensive rating by 6.2 points. Uh, does it a lot through offensive rebounding. Uh, which is obviously a very big deal. So yeah. uh, Mitchell Robinson is going to be a massive loss, and he's always been a, a solid offensive rebounder. And right now, uh, if it were to end today, this would be a career-high 16.1% in terms of his uh, individual offensive rebounding rate. So pretty good. That's a percentage of his team's missed field goals when he's on the floor. So Robinson's been great. Also wanted to bring up the Knicks really quickly uh, to discuss, have you seen the quiet, the, the snake in the grass, the riser, in the most improved player market. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Jalen Brunson. I mean, he's he's been tearing it up recently. And he and, and Mitch pointed this out to me. Mitch Moss, when we were texting a couple of days ago, he pointed it out to me. And I went to go look, and I was like, man, I, I can't believe I missed that one. That's why I got to watch more of the Knicks. Yeah. Game, because it, yep. it makes makes so much sense. His numbers across the board are better on higher volume. I, I, I wonder, like... Larry Markinen has now moved up. I think he's the favorite now, right? Is he? No, 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 no. He, no. He's the second choice. Shea Gilgis Alexander is still the odds on favorite. Uh, I but did now, bet him. I did right, bet but, SGA the other day. But Markinen is at, at like even money. Yeah. Um, but boy, oh boy, I was tempted to fire on Brunson at eighteen to one. He's still kind of in that range, but 
The numbers are there. And he plays for the most important city in America <laughs> and in the world. No, I don't I know. know what kind of accent that was. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know that there was, I mean, what, he was triple digits like a week ago? Yeah. That, I know, I, know I, I think I saw a couple people tweet at me that. I think it was like 150 or even 200. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, look, I think that's a great grab. He's been on a tear uh, here recently. So I, anybody who grabbed tickets that low, good for them. Um, I'm with you. It, it, it's I feel a little stupid for not having one myself for as much as we watch and as much as we pay attention. Uh, yeah, frank, frank, frankly, I guess as I'm just, you know, uh, I've seen tweets. I've looked at box scores and seen how great Brunson's played. How many Knicks games have I really, really watched over the right. past couple of weeks? Not much, though, James. You'll be, be yeah. honest, right? Like it, it's kind of like you just said. You haven't really, you haven't really been watching me either. I'm kind of in that same boat, I guess. Yep. And um, we'll they're see just not he... a team. I, you know why? You know what it is, though, John. It's one of those teams. It's one of those teams that I rarely bet on and I rarely bet against. Yep. They're, they're just one of those teams that I, I find very difficult to handicap on what they're going to do from a night-to-night basis. So that's really that's really why I'm not watching very often. Is it's a team I really don't bet on much or bet against much. Yeah, they've uh, Tibbs went to like this. I think it's like a nine-man rotation now. They've kind of solidified things what they want to do, giving the right guys minutes as well, which is always really important. Uh, yeah. It took a while to convince them to do it, but it's been the case. And their offense has been really. Like, that's been surprising for me is that their offense has been really, really solid. Um, over the course of like this month and uh, right now seventh in non-garbage time offensive efficiency the Knicks are so we'll see what the impact is of uh, Mitchell Robinson because the other part of this too is um, like what they were expecting out of some of the depth they went to go sign um, that has not been the case and specifically I'm talking about uh, former Los Angeles Clipper Isaiah Hartenstein who has not been as impactful uh, as he was with the Clippers in terms of like some numbers and net rating and whatnot has not been the same rim protector he was with the Clippers last year so uh, that is I a big loss. Signing. Like, yeah, I thought that, that signing too. was great. You know what I mean? And you're right. Yeah, he has not, he has not been great. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to take our break here. We're kind of doing like, uh, I, I think pretty much this whole episode is kind of like headlines uh, because there's a lot of headlines coming out of Phoenix that we really want to hit on as well. Um, we should hit, I want to hit an angle too with the Brooklyn Nets that I've been tracking that I've talked about in the last episode with Kelly as well. And we'll also take a look at Friday too here on Hardwood Handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties. And they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Are you ready to become a winning sports better? Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units return, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. 
Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. All right, back here on the pod. Big news coming out of Phoenix is that they're finally going to be healthy, Kelly. Uh, This is the big deal for the Phoenix Suns. Now, they are on the floor right now as we speak against the Brooklyn Nets. So we won't have have an update. You can listen to this uh, afterwards. But the big deal here for this team uh, is that Cam Johnson is, he did not get the start, but expected to be back for the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul was upgraded to questionable for this game, but ultimately ruled out. So he seems to be on the verge of returning here for Phoenix. Uh, and we know that uh, you know the, the status of Devin Booker is still floating out there. Don't know exactly when he'll be back, but we know that it's going to be a return for him. So I, why I wanted to bring this up is one that's obviously noteworthy, but two, this is a Suns team that is two and twelve straight up, four seven one against the spread in the last fourteen games. Terrible numbers across the board: negative ten point seven net rating. Their defense is atrocious. Their offense is disjointed. Their depth hasn't been the same. And other guys like Campaign have missed time as well. So what do you do with Phoenix? if they're finally starting to get healthy. Because when I look at Phoenix, and I was talking about this the other day, and it was just like, I feel like, and this was on the BetCast uh, for the NBA, which, by the way, you can find on Wednesdays, you know, NBA League Pass. If you're a subscriber, bam, just BetCast, boom, you can watch them. Um, And one of the things we were talking about was the Suns. And I brought up the fact, like, look, even if they're fully healthy, from a future standpoint, if we're talking Western Conference Finals, I I think we've seen this team. If you were to tell me they're going to come back and be the Suns, all right, cool. Then they're going to be the same team that they were the last two seasons that have clear limitations mm-hmm. and that I don't think are worth investing in. Like, I want adjusted win totals. I want things of that nature. But those aren't getting hung up on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Because you're right. I mean, they are going to bounce back. They're going to bounce back in a big way with some of these guys coming back. I think Cameron Johnson coming back is huge. Yep. Um, and, and uh, I mean, are we going to – I don't know if we're going to see a massive leap forward until Booker gets back on the court. But, yeah, I, I'm you know, I'm assuming we're going to see that at some point and some point, you know, semi-soon too. Um, but, yeah, it's still the same team, man. I, I think I think what I – you know, all I have to say about them now versus preseason is, okay, yeah, they went through a real rough stretch this first half of the, half of the season as far as injuries go. But my feeling is exactly the same as it was preseason. That we, we've, we've seen what the heights of this team can do. Um, I'm not a believe it, it, despite the fact that I feel like the Western conference is extremely wide open right now. I don't believe in them. They, you know, I kind of put them in the same camp as the Mavericks. I, it, mm-hmm. They are at full strength. They are a better team than the Mavericks. I still don't believe though, that either one of those teams really have has, has a real chance of winning the Western conference. Yeah. And like, I, I look around, like I want, like, uh, let's see, like a uh, win, regular season wins, adjust to win totals. Those are still getting hung on certain teams. Uh, they are not up there. We're talking about like odds to make the playoffs. They are not up there, and there's a reason why. You know, the books know that this is a team that is um, has a very a higher ceiling, if you will, than what it is. But I, I don't yeah. want to go ahead and bet them in terms of a big picture deal because I don't really believe in them that much. And right now, if you so choose, they're in the range of about ten to one to win the West. Uh, if we're talking about to win the NBA Finals, twenty to one. But again, that should not be a price. Right, they're betting into yeah. on a team that is hovering around 500 and outside of the play-in right now. I think it's a terrible. That's a terrible bet. I'm staring yep. at the futures board in front of me too. Just seeing them sixth on the Western Conference futures board. Um, I mean, it's just, I it, it's terrible. I you know you you mentioned the uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder playing that uh, playing that proper to play the play in the play-in tournament. This yeah, is maybe. the team I would look at to do the same thing. I think they yep. could end up in that in that play-in tournament range. 
Uh, actually, that's exactly where I would have them at. I think they're going to be in that, you know, eight, nine area, something like that at the end of the regular season. So I actually, whenever those numbers get reposted, that's a bet I would be interested in. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, you know, it, it, Cameron Johnson coming back. I think there's some young pieces on this team to be excited about, obviously, but you've got an aging Chris Paul. Um, you've got a team that just, I mean, top to bottom has been through a lot of weird stuff over the past year, right? Like, I mean, end of last season, we're talking, we're talking about, uh, you know, yeah, or is this the same old Suns team? Is this what we're going to get every year? Basically, what me and you are saying right now, uh, you know, then then we go through all the ownership ordeal, the DeAndre Ayton stuff, whether he's coming back or not, and they're going to trade him or you know, yada yada yada. Um, you know, Devin Booker out, Chris Paul misses time. This team has been through so much on and off the court. It's it's even hard for me to believe that even at full strength they're going to be as good as what we've seen them play like the past couple of years. That that's where I don't mean to be so dismissive. It's just one of those teams, just like the Mavericks. I I don't I, I can't buy into. Sorry, I make a face. Um, like going back to what you're talking about, I I, I want to go back and watch this game too. Uh, but Minnesota came back and uh, beat Toronto. I, know. I, know. I don't know what happened there. I think I think wow. before we started the podcast, I thought I looked over and it was like a 13 point uh, lead or something. For Toronto. Can I say I like this league? But so you look at this like for Toronto, 37 points in the first. 39 points in the second, 33 in the third, 17 in the fourth quarter, and they lose by two. Oh, man. Fuck it, dude. It's just the other night, I bet the Grizzlies against the Cavs up by 20. They were up by 20 against Cleveland with yeah. no Donovan Mitchell on the floor. They blow that, and they need a Dylan, uh, a Dylan Brooks block at the end of the game to win it. Like, this league is just <laughs> it, it wild, is. man. It's, it's crazy. You know what? I, I got a couple tweets about that the other day of just the, uh, you know, like Gil always uses that, 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 comparison to the NFL being like Plinko, right? And as you don't know how it's going to go at the mm. end of games with field goals and it's tough to bet on. And and someone kind of came at me and was like, isn't the NBA the ultimate Plinko betting? You just don't know really, yeah. especially if you're betting pregame, how it's going to end. Sure. I, 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 I can't argue that, but the point is with the NBA versus the NFL is that you're handicapped night in and night out. You have sem- so many more games for your the chance for your handicap to play out of being right than what yeah. you would during the NFL season, right? One game in the NFL regular season is so much more than one game in the NBA. So you just have to assume that those ugly, you know, those bad bounces are going to co- go your way, you know, once in a while, and that's going to even out over the course of a season. NFL's becoming more like the NBA too with these games. These comebacks are. You know, a little insane. bit more frequent. Yep. Yeah. A little bit more frequent. These games are opening up a lot more. Uh, all right. One last note on this before we get to a, a quick look on Friday and anything else you had. I also just wanted to note, and this game is trending over through the first quarter, but one of the things that I've been tracking with the Brooklyn Nets, especially since they lost Kevin Durant, uh, eight out of their last nine games have gone under the total. And yep. since they have lost Kevin Durant, every game has gone under the total by quite a bit. And their offense has, uh, frankly, stunk. So yeah, oh, this God, is uh, terrible. Right. And look, we're only talking about three games, one of which Kyrie Irving did not play. He didn't play on the road against San Antonio because he popped up on the injury report. I uh, got burned with, by one of those on that game, oh, JVT. Yeah. I laid that. the five with the Nets. It was like, what an ultimate pl- uh, bounce back spot for him. And then there's the late Kyrie scratch. Uh, I can't. It's getting to the point where I'm just like, man, like, I just don't even, like, I, like I said, I wrote it the other day. I was like, I don't believe it until the sneaker hits the floor. Like, it's yeah. the only way. It seems Dude, this I, year I and. He, I, was, I think the argument right. is valued, uh, value uh, is valid. Of you know, are are the the points that we're sh- that we're able to cut you know cut off by betting overnights? Is it worth it in right. the long run of the season? Because you, you know it's 
just, you know, if you really had to crunch down every game, how many times does that number come into play versus how many times do you, does your bet get completely blown up by one of these late scratches? You know what I mean? It's, I, I do, I I don't, I love, I love handicapping the league and breaking down these games here from night to night basis, but it is one of those where I'm just like so many nights where it's like, why don't I just bet live bet and just live bet? Like the only thing that I'm doing, I don't know. Now the Thunder last night, that that was one of those where I'm like, that's why you don't, you don't, you still put in pregame bets. Because I laid the points of the Thunder, they led the entirety of the game. That does ha- still happen, but uh, it's just curse, a rare occasion. The curse of uh, JVT potentially. Since I have tweeted out that the Indiana Pacers are one win away from going over their win total, they've lost every single game. <laughs> <laughs> No. They're they're one. So so like real quick at the beginning of this the beginning of this Celtics game tonight. Uh uh oh man, I'm gonna ruin this for you. I'm sorry. But okay, the Warriors rolled out a Kavon Looney list starting lineup. They went Jordan Jordan Poole in the starting lineup. Mm. And the Celtics immediately attacked it. They go they go Horford down low over and over and over again because they're like, you can't stop this. You you can't stop this. It's they they're ending up with Clay or Wiggins on him down low. And he he goes for double digits in the first quarter. And then I'm, I'm watching the Pacers last night against the Thunder, and you're like, you have Miles Turner. They have like no the Thunder have nobody healthy in their front court right now, over like six foot nine. Like yep. just go to this guy. And they're like, they don't even do it. They, they, I think he shot the ball like four times in the whole game. So Warriors do, speaking of, this is the front end of a back-to-back. They're gonna be in Cleveland tomorrow. Uh so you can expect that Clay Thompson is going to sit. Now, the rest of them, it's interesting. They had a, they had a back-to-back the other night, and uh, it was in Washington, and Steph Curry ended up playing in that game. I know. So uh, that was a little odd, just because generally you see, and the Warriors are that team that rests guys. Uh, but looking ahead to Friday, Friday's actually a really good card. Last Friday we talked about it, it wasn't really good. This Friday is going to be great. So we have Knicks-Hawks, which is always some fun with, you know, whatever, you know, Trey Young and all that kind of stuff. Hawks are healthy, too, by the way. Should note, Clint Capella's back. Everybody's kind of back for Atlanta. For the most part, they might be sellers with John Collins like they are every single year. Uh, but the Hawks are seemingly – they got a big win over at Miami the other day. Is, uh, is John Collins, real quick, is he the new Bradley Beal? Is he the guy every, we're just going to continuously talk about being traded and they never actually gets freaking traded? Yep, every single offseason. You know, the Jazz are the team rumored to go and get him too, like one of the teams that are out there. Which I don't, I don't like. How does that make sense for either team right now? Like that, that really doesn't make sense to me. I know, I know, I've seen those too, but I'm like, yep. what? <laughs> you get uh, we get Heat Mavericks on Friday. Mavericks actually to that Hawks team gave up over 120 points uh, in a loss on Wednesday night. Pacers okay. going. Huh. So, so real quick, I'll stop you on that game because it's one that I, I've got circled. Okay. I actually, I actually really like it. It's a pick right now. I see 217 is what I'm looking at. I re- really, really like this Heat side, assuming that we're not going to get any changes on the injury report. This I love that this this brings over this entire uh, podcast this week full circle because this is I would bet the Heat right now if I had any confidence in this this team ever rolling out the lineup or that I look at or what I should expect from looking at the injury report the night before. Right? right, the injury report right now looks clean for as far as guys that are not out long term. They have nobody. They should be as full strength as they basically can be right now. Rolling into Dallas with the problems that we've mentioned with Dallas already having, with Christian Wood being out, Maxi Cleve is still not in the lineup. They still have guys that, that are out. Yes, I know they got you know uh, Dinwiddie, uh, not Dinwiddie, uh, uh, Finney Smith back. They're getting some guys back here. That will be big, but I I actually love the heat of what they've done recently. I think they're playing really well recently. Um, this would be 
a bet on heat spot for me. And I would love to pull the trigger right now, but I can't, I just feel like I can't, I got to wait till yep. tomorrow. And I don't know where this line's going to drift to, um, you know, or, or I'm saving myself because, you know, Jimmy Butler's going to go pro, you know, questionable to out in the middle of the afternoon tomorrow. <laughs> yep. I agree with all that. The, the heat have become the, the Patriots where they just list everybody as questionable exactly, and, and let you sort it out. Um, Nets I mean, Jazz. if you look back though, like past, so past nine games for the Heat, they're six and three. I'm over on clean glass yep. net right now. So, you know, non-garbage time minute, you're talking about fifth best net rating in the entire league. Meanwhile, Dallas has been struggling. Um, so I, I, that is a, that is a, that's a big bet for me tomorrow. If everybody's healthy and this line hasn't moved too, too much, but probably one of those two things yep. is not going to be the case by tomorrow. Was there anything else? There's Thunder Kings. Like I said, Friday is awesome. Thunder Kings, yeah. uh, Grizzlies hit the road. Uh, they take on the Lakers in LA. Nets are on the second leg of back to back, taking on the Utah Jazz. That's the rest of the slate. Uh, and then there's Clippers Spurs at uh, five o'clock, and we'll see whoever the Clippers decide to play because that's that's driving you nuts. Yeah, it really is. Um, the only the only other game that I circled for tomorrow was actually the Magic uh, home against the Pelicans. But Magic, major re- I mean, major rest advantage in this game. They they haven't played since. Was it Monday, I think, when I was looking at this earlier? They've been off for a while after that road trip that they had. Um, the only concerning thing is Franz Wagner popped up on the injury report, hurt himself in practice, I guess, yep. uh, the other day. So questionable right now. Uh, if he doesn't play, this this is not a bet for me. Uh, but if he if he does go, I'm probably betting this. Seeing Najee Mar- uh, Marshall and Herb Jones still with that questionable tag uh, for this game tomorrow. If, th- if this is a spot where I'm catching points, and Franz Wagner goes, it's a bet for me with the Magic tomorrow night. Four nights of rest. They played on Sunday. They were on Sunday. the road against Denver. Yep. Like, that's wild. And they, you yep. know, I, I looked that up earlier. I'm like, what? They haven't played in that long? It was that thing that with the, the Lakers had that at the beginning of the year when LeBron got hurt. Remember, mm-hmm. like, they were like, you know, actually, the way the schedule works, he can only miss, like, two games, even though he's going to be out for, like, a week. <laughs> right. Yeah, or exactly. Not even two games. Yeah, because, like, there's, like, a like a four-day layoff in between or something like that. Now, the Magic, uh, it is the front end of a back-to-back for the Magic. I think they go yep. to Washington on Saturday. But still, I, I mean, you're, you're talking about that big of a rest advantage in the NBA you don't get very often. And I will say, to your point about the injuries, because I saw this the other day, uh, again, going back to, like, Matt Moore, who I joined, and this will, this will be the closed one on this, but um, the Nuggets had, like, a back-to-back, and one of them was the Timberwolves. And Moore brought up the point where they they were going to sit Jamal Murray because they always sit him on back-to-backs, but they were going to sit him on the front end because it was an Eastern Conference opponent and it was a divisional opponent on the back end. And so it was like, why does that matter? Like Your division actually still matters. Those games yeah. still matter in terms of tiebreakers. And in this case, this is a Western Conference opponent versus an Eastern Conference opponent. So if Wagner is hurt to the point where they want to sit him in one of these games, it might be this one that they sit him as opposed to the Eastern Conference foe they might need a win over to get into the play-in. So, yeah, it's a good call. It's a good call. All right, man. Anything else? No, that's that's all I got. That's all I'm looking at right now, at least for tomorrow. Short and sweet. Like it. Dig it. When you're in control of this podcast, then it'll go shorter and sweeter. (laughs) All right. For Kelly, a reminder, too, for everybody, uh, check out the VEASAN special 999 up on the website, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Got a lot of good content up there changing all the time. I'm in these digital meetings every Wednesday. Trust me, we're working on getting these things better for the uh, VEASAN website and, of course, all of the production and shows that we have on the network, all part of what you're going to get as a subscriber. Check it out for a little bit of a, you know, Scotia sample size if you want. Vsin.com slash subscribe. Get the 999 special or more up there. So for Kelly, myself, like, rate, review, subscribe, Hardwood Handicappers, and we'll talk to you early next week. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.